why Western? Because it means that you can become self-realized even in your bedroom. There is no necessity to travel to an Eastern country. There is no necessity to attend a, a monastery, like a Buddhist monastery. You can become self-realized whether you are male or female. It doesn't matter your ethnicity. Age is also uh, not important in self-realization. So when we take out all the differences, what is left is yourself. The term enlightenment has been a very powerful word for many centuries. It has been associated with the, the greatest messiahs, the greatest known historical figures such as Jesus, such as uh, Buddha and Krishna and Shiva. It, the term enlightenment has been greatly been associated with the, particularly with the Eastern traditions and philosophies. And therefore the Westerners would normally go to the East to seek enlightenment. In the Christian tradition, there is no such a word as self-realization apart from seeking God. And of course, God has been portrayed as something external, as something or someone else or higher, and therefore that the Christian background is very, we can say, not so supportive for self-realization. In the East, it, it, it is more supportive cultural background. So therefore, naturally, people have been traveling to the Eastern countries where enlightenment is more known and more supportive. However, things have, historically, things have shifted greatly in the last 50, 70 years when uh, the Eastern philosophies and Buddhism has um, was coming into the West. And particularly, the biggest change happened when meditation was brought into the Western culture, um, together with yoga as, as an introduction 
through the physical asanas, introduction through the physical postures, introducing them into the next step of meditation. And in the last 50 and 30 years, enlightenment became more and more known in the West. And nowadays, particularly in the last 20 and 10 years, there is actually probably many more self-realized people who are Western and living in the West rather than Eastern people living in the East. So if we look at um, we can find many people on, on uh, you know, their books in, in the bookstores. We can see on, on the internet and YouTube so many teachers speaking about this great topic of self-realization, enlightenment. So therefore now it has become much more known generally in the West that, than in the East. There is a definitely a much greater interest now for the Westerners of self-realization than actually if you travel across India or Thailand or, or China or other countries. The Westerners have much greater interest in enlightenment than the Easterners. So this, we can say, balance has shifted. And I would say due to um, the Western reliance on the mind. And since the Westerners are much more inclined to rely on their minds than the Easterners, um, therefore it became a very interesting subject to understand for the Western mind. And of course, um, you know, the, the, the Western mind is very in inquisitive, very curious. And so, so therefore it, it, it finds the, the answers a lot quicker. So we see now these days that um, the biggest enlightenment and self-realization movement is happening right now in the West, actually. We can see that there are many more yoga and meditation studios in a big city such as New York or London than in New Delhi or in, in, in Bangkok or in, um, in, in, what, in Shanghai or Hong Kong. Yeah, so we will see that if, if, we, if we count them statistically, there is, there is much more spiritual activity happening in the Western areas. So essentially, enlightenment has been greatly um, mystified. Firstly, that it is for only for those greatest souls such as um, Buddha and Jesus and Krishna and so on or Lao Tzu 
and and then it has been mystified that it's it's only for the east that uh, can westerners do that you know is it possible to 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 become self-realized while while being a westerner so so these have been the biggest questions of the 19th and 20th century and now as we are in the 21st century in the last 20 years due to technology uh, internet availability um, it has become easier than ever to not only acquire the the sacred texts or simply put books about this topic of self-realization now you can download it on your kindle you know like five or ten books right away have them all in, on your device and just with a couple of push pushes of the buttons you can immediately access enlightenment teacher teachings right in your home on your on your on your device so the availability has become the greatest gift to humanity the greatest gift that the self-realization is is becoming absolutely available to anyone who is interested to any slightest degree So this is a very, very big gift to humanity. Now let's explore a couple of key um, questions and key topics of, of what is enlightenment. So essentially, enlightenment is finding your true self finding your own self. It is not about finding somebody else. And it is not about becoming someone else. It has all to, to do with you and yourself. It has all to do with very simply put overcoming and transcending the suppressions and conditioning of belief systems of identities identifications so once these belief systems and and identifications are transcended and healed or deconditioned, what is left is your natural self, your natural you. What is left is the pure and boundless awareness. There is no more need to identify that I am this particular thought pattern or I am this particular feeling in one way or another 
or that I am only the boundaries of my skin, the flesh and bones, or that I am only what I understand in my head, or that I am only what I feel in my heart. Once all of these conditionings, identifications are transcended, what is left is your natural, very familiar sense that you are, that you exist, that you always existed, and that essentially you are the pure consciousness or the pure awareness itself, which is actually not touched by limitations, which is actually not touched by thoughts, whatever kind of thoughts might arise, positive, negative, happy thoughts or sad thoughts, that you're actually not touched by emotions. So in your deepest essence, it is that pure awareness, which is freedom, which is liberation. It is freedom and liberation from limitations of the mind, from identifying with the feelings, from being limited by whether external or internal conditions. So it is very, very important to understand that enlightenment is all about yourself, it's all about finding yourself. It, it's, it has nothing to do with any idealizations. It has nothing to do with that uh, Buddha statue that you have in your corner, probably in your living room, uh, aesthetically pleasing and calming you. It has nothing to do with any pictures of the saints that you admire. It has all to do with you, simply with you and finding yourself in the deepest way. So as you will understand that enlightenment is available for everyone, regardless of any traditions, religions, localities, whether you are in India or in Malta or in America or in Africa or in space, Wherever you will go, it is all about you. Wherever you will go, wherever you will be, it's all about you. So therefore, the, my real message is that any beliefs that you may have, that is it available, is it for me, are there any special conditions required? All of these beliefs are, are essentially, uh, they need to be clarified 
and you need to uh, see through them and to see how they have been limiting you or suppressing you or keeping you postponed into the next chase of happiness, the next thing, so to speak. In a practical way, what does it mean to be enlightened? It means to be being yourself. It really means to be being absolutely yourself. Feeling absolutely yourself. Knowing absolutely yourself. Meeting absolutely yourself. And living absolutely your life. So again, if you are chasing for some other life, you are limiting the potential of your own life. If you're thinking that all your problems will be resolved and suddenly you will have no problems, you will have a perfect health and all the money is going to pour to you and all relationships will be solved and, and your kids will become angels. <laughs> that's, that's an illusion. That's an illusion. Yeah, it's again, it has nothing to do with, with, with what's outside of you. So it's about becoming absolutely yourself and living absolutely your life. And simply since you have seen through those illusions, since you have deconditioned from those limitations, you can live your life fully now. You can live your life deeply now. You can live your life totally as you are now without, we can say, the inner suppressions, without the inner suppressions, without contradicting yourself, without opposing yourself, without thinking that you can't do this or can't do that, you should be ashamed of this or that. You should, you should not, in all sorts of ways, limiting yourself or even judging yourself, that's even worse. So you, you, you can live fully now, you can live truthfully now, you can live honestly now, you can live nakedly now, you can live absolutely in your way, in your unique way that you are. So is enlightenment realistic to thing to happen to someone? Well, yes, of course it is. And it's becoming much, much easier. It's becoming much, much more available due to accessibility of not only enlightenment teachings, but also variety of teachers 
and therefore there there is a a known um, saying in in in, in Rishikesh um, enlightenment shopping <laughs> that that there are so many teachers teaching over there so many meetings and satsangs happening that the, the the students are just hopping from one to another and 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 seeing what what you know what 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 are their messages however it is you know it's good to be also a bit more dedicated than to be a window shopper because it is all about you and you have to take yourself more seriously than entertainment yes although it's very good to explore different teachings different teachings teachers and teachings and different ways but you should always examine what is working for me best right now and being dedicated sincere and seeing what helps you most to move forward, to, to come closer and closer to your natural self, to your real essence self. It is becoming more realistic than ever before because many teachers are becoming more effective at helping others to come back to themselves because there's no more need for for uh, any particular ceremonies or rituals or buildings such as churches or temples or monasteries there is no more need for um, even now travel restrictions yeah like in the past go traveling somewhere now now you know in, a, in, a, in this global situation it's 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 all about being where you are which for many many is is actually quite uh, healthy to be where you are and not to jump around uh, with the plane from one location and another and to seek uh, entertainment in many different ways so many people have a lot more time right now to be with where they are and to be with themselves which is a positive side of it so many teachers have realized that many conditions you know, such as buildings, rituals, ceremonies are no more needed as well. So there must be a, a more direct and simpler way. And due to the increasing amount of teachers, um, you know, even among the, 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 the realized teachers, um, it, it is also quite um, you know, 
interesting to, to see what other teachers are uh, teaching, how they're teaching, what are, you know, what is their uniqueness. So when, when you will come to see different kinds of teachers, you will understand that they're all very unique in their own way. And therefore, it is best to find someone who resonates with you and who explains you things in the most simple way. In the most simple way. In the most understandable way. And in the most relatable way. And also to see that now one of the most empowering or a highway to enlightenment is, is not dedicating your life to a monastic way of living and there's no more need to you know, meditate for 20 years you know, doing, um, you know, the, the various meditation retreats such as Vipassana and so on. And, and it has its own benefits, of course. So, so there is a realization now that every meditation technique has a specific purpose. So that also really helps. And one of the greatest gifts to humanity has been uh, levels of consciousness because suddenly it, it shone the light it illuminated that there are these steps and at each step it's it's a different process and different practices are effective and therefore there is also another step to a more complete self-realization until one reaches the full consciousness um, or the level of 1000 of, of, of the levels of consciousness. So that has been another big gift to humanity. And the, the, the highway effect of, of, of enlightenment, self-realization, is actually um, a, a transmission. It's a consciousness transmission that literally clears your energy field. It clears your mind. It it assists to quickly decondition in a in a very quick way to open up the blockages. To this transmission deconditions the 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 identity. Uh, various corners of the ego mind and very quickly clears the path and amplifies that which is natural to you. So now we can see that historically, you know, like a hundred years ago or 200 years ago, or maybe like even, you know, two, three hundred years ago, the only way you could get to meet an enlightened person is to um, hop on a horse, <laughs> yes, 
couple of hundred years ago, just hop on a horse and and and, and maybe if, if you have heard it from some stories from someone, then go on a few months journey towards meeting them somewhere in remote areas in the mountains or, or Himalayas or Tibet or, or somewhere else. So that has been a very big limitation in the past, the transportation. And, uh, and then things became easier and easier and easier with the transportation, with technology, and now with the diversity and variety. Um, if anyone has questions, feel free to ask. Um, yeah, just feel free to raise your hand or, or uh, mute and ask. So many of the limitations are being dissolved. And, uh, and the biggest gifts have become uh, uh, the levels of consciousness. Another great gift is Enneagram, uh, which, which really helps in the deconditioning process and finding your essence, uh, what is more natural to you. And the, the biggest gift of all is, is the transmission itself. And again, transmissions have been offered uh, by many enlightened teachers to their students as a gift. And uh, due to the previous limitations, such as transportation technology and so on, they were very exclusive. But now the transmissions can be done even online, wherever you are. So therefore, it has never been easier in the whole human history to, to, to become self-realized. And one more important aspect as well, which is extremely supportive, is the global energetics, is the galactic energetics. It's the cycle in which we are in a new cosmic cycle, entering the golden age. So therefore, the, the all the energies and the whole solar system are, are lifting up and they're literally supporting in so many seen and unseen ways for your well-being and awakening and raising in your consciousness. So these energies have really intensified in the last 50 years and particularly in the last 30 years, and now they're intensifying every single year. And uh, there are many measurements done, scientific and also using kinesiology, that the whole Earth is now already, as the planet, it's, it's already, we can say, in the enlightened state, the whole planetary, the planetary energies. Um, that the earth energy grid is, is becoming more restored and pure and, and on a higher vibration. And, um, and the, the, the surface environment is, is a lot more on a higher frequency. And, um, and, and therefore, um, you know, human beings are living in the earth as part of it and, and we are receiving these amazing higher vibrational energies so this is i would say the primary reason why you know the the 
the civilization is awakening. This is the primary reason why suddenly the, the people got so interested in, in, in the light, in, 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 in enlightenment. And uh, this is the primary reason why it is becoming easier and easier. So that, that's the cosmic energetics. And I already explained about how it has helped to remove the conditions such as transportation due to the new technologies, more the rise of the intellect and the, 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 the rise of the globalism and, and um, so transportation, internet, all of that is, is, is actually coming from higher, higher vibrations, more connectivity, more oneness. Now in a split of a second, you know what happened in Australia, you know what happened in, in, in Africa, you know, just in, you, you, you feel whatever happened in Australia or Africa or America, it, you feel like it happened right here because it's all over the news. Everything is so connected. Yeah, so as we go along further and further, it will be more and more supported for your awakening. So it, it hasn't been easier than ever before and it will become easier and easier. What is the criteria for, for, for being enlightened? Willingness. Willingness. Um, dedication not to give up when the first challenge comes up and a second challenge comes up. So dedication, determination, but very simply put, willingness. So there, there is a saying, if, if there is the will, there is the way. Yeah, so willingness and dedication, it's all what's needed really. And I have met so many people who, who have been um, very simple but willing and they achieved high levels of consciousness and I have, have met many smart people but who lacked willingness and they fell back. Many intellectuals, smart people, rich people who, who, who have many things in their lives and they fell back because they didn't have one, one, one simple thing, willingness and, and sticking up to it dedication, persistence, determination, but to summarize all of it, willingness. That's the, the, the only true requirement. So can a person become enlightened while living a regular life? As you may recognize already that yes, you, you can totally do what you do, you know, you can have your uh, relationships and family and work. You don't have to change your life, not a bit, to, to start finding yourself, to start coming back to yourself. 
you don't have to change anything in your life unless you will start feeling yourself that you know you it's a need for a certain change that you want to maybe you know move to to a bit of more quieter area or you want to maybe find a little bit less uh, mentally demanding work or or maybe your relationship is 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 has always been problematic and suppressive and abusive so you will naturally want to improve your life as you go along so that may happen very naturally but i never tell anyone that you have to change this or that 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 you you can't live in a city or do this or that. i never say such a things i say it's all good as where you are as you are let's just meet and work on it that's it very simple another big question if i become enlightened can i still have family friends work and can i still be practical in life because i've seen many teachers you know sitting uh, in the mountain and doing nothing or sitting on the chair and just talking <laughs> and and uh, you know or 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 even just denying completely the whole world and reality you know saying there is no world there is no reality and there's nothing ever ev everywhere anywhere and there's not even you <laughs> so so you know a very simple question can i still live my life of course you can of course you can and and I, I love the Zen saying, it's very simple, that before enlightenment you were chopping the wood and carrying a bucket of water and after enlightenment you're going to do the same thing, most likely, if you, if you still want it. So you can still have relationships and your relationships will greatly improve actually, because you will no longer subscribe to abusive behaviors, to, to, to abusive language, you will have more understanding, more love, more compassion for your partner, more connection with your partner. So your relationships will will improve. Your your family life over time, you know, it just takes some time, but your family life will improve and, and, and you will have much better connection with your family or understanding of your family understanding of your parents, of your partner, of, of, of how they are, who they are, of their life, of their challenges, of their good sides and their bad sides. You, yeah, you can still have friends and, and uh, those friends who never had good interest for you, probably they will fall apart. And, and the real friends who, who truly love you, they will stay. And you will find new friendships with, 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 which will be more enriching friendships, more supportive friendships, closer connected friendships. And about your work, well, you have to be practical, you know, be realistic as well and practical that, that you, you do need income, you do need to pay your bills and you still need to eat your food and, you know, to, to have the roof and, and you know, family money and so on. 
So perhaps the, the only natural thing that comes to, to see is that, you know, a highly stressful environment, a highly mental environment um, might not be suitable in a long term. However, I don't, and, and I never say that you have to quit now and, and things like that. So only when you will feel that, that you know, um, maybe this desire for, 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 for uh, climbing the corporate ladder, you know, for, for a, a success achievement for your ego gratification and your social status, they might not be so interesting to you anymore. And instead of being a, a super stressed, uh, you know, manager or director or CEO, you might prefer to be actually a more regular employee and, and have much more free time much more uh, time with your family and, uh, and and to find the right uh, work and life balance yeah so everything comes into more natural balance and and, and um, so so these highly stressful situations are no longer so much preferred and there is no more this ego need uh, for 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 certain you know gratifications desires so things get simplified but actually you have more time with your family with your friends for yourself and uh, for your health so it, it's a much more balanced way of living in the long run yeah so you can still live absolutely your life the way it is and 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 just make gradual improvements if you wish so so it's it's absolutely okay as as it is. Now, why do various enlightened teachers say many different things? Well, of course, if you if you go to a Buddhist tradition, you know they will have their language. They will they will have their terminology, their language, their rituals, their traditions, and and you you will you will have to decipher them. I remember a long time ago, Buddhism was my big interest. But then I said, well, why, why is this ritual? What is it for? You know, no, I don't understand it, so I'm not interested in it. And, and, and uh, so I wanted to truly understand what is it for? Is it useful for me? Is it going to help me, really? So that was my approach of inquiry. And, and um, if, if you come to... Uh, India, Indian spirituality, there will be a lot of Sanskrit language, yogic language, and uh, in Hindu tradition, a lot of pujas and rituals and ceremonies as well. So, so again, uh, you have to decipher them, understand them, uh, and to figure out what you're truly looking for. Are you looking for a cultural experience or are you looking to, for self-realization? So, so that's a a very simple thing so different teachers have different uh, uh, backgrounds yeah whether a, a religious background a cultural background and um, and, they, and and then they have different uh, um, you know personalities simply put you know uh, uh, some are, are more inclined towards intelligent way of explaining um, self-realization some are more inclined uh, you know uh, according to actually actually according to enneagram type 
each 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 being has their own preferences so some are more heart centered so they would be fo focused more on devotional aspect uh, some are more intellect focused so they will be able to explain everything very clearly and easily and um, and there are uh, we, we can say there are there are essentially there are there are two main paths the, like from the highest perspective there is a direct path and then there is the ascension path energetic path yes these are two biggest branches of of the whole thing about spirituality uh, consciousness god self-realization so in the direct path it it is uh, looking directly at how can i realize my true essence um, quickest most efficient way so that's the, the 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 most direct path and the ascension path is 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 actually a lot about energetics it's a lot about energetic uh, cleansing uh, transcendence purification and uh, raising of vibration and and it, and it involves you know um, connectivity with the whole universe with all the beings in the universe and all dimensions and 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 the, the goal of ascension is to is to well ascend into the higher plane of existence and and that can happen um you know through the shift of your consciousness so therefore we have so many healers light workers channelers and um, all all sorts of things which are uh, so exciting and confusing at the same time so that has to do with the whole universe and with the universal structure and and uh, raising your vibration to match a higher frequency so that's that's all about ascension and and as i said it, it's so exciting and so confusing and and so on so it's 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 a very big uh, subject but if you are interested in enlightenment and self-realization there's a direct path and that's what it's all about and just a couple of more questions why there are not so many enlightened people well there are more and more more and more and more it's becoming easier and easier and easier so really just just you know um you know we have so many students who, who are at higher levels of consciousness and it's just becoming more and more supportive due to all the uh, uh, conditions and, 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 and you know that that we have spoke circumstances supportive circumstances that we have spoken about so it's it's becoming a lot a lot more common and uh, when it comes to the physical body um, you know what what happens after enlightenment well actually your physical body just relaxes more and that's it you know your your body relaxes more because it's no longer being suppressed it doesn't have to keep anymore so many uh, heavy emotions it, it doesn't have to feel stressed anymore be because the mind is you know constantly bothering you 
So your physical body just relaxes more. And that's all. Does it change your health? Maybe it depends how you have lived your life. It depends on how you have lived your life. It depends on your genetics. And of course, if you, if you, if you are taking care of your physical body throughout your spiritual journey, and for example, becoming vegetarian, you know, so that you are lighter and easier, digestive is, is digesting much quicker and you're not ingesting, you know, antibiotics and all these chemicals and so on. So yeah, your health will improve due to those reasons that you will change your diet, that you will eat more healthy, that you will spend more time with your body, in your body and supporting your body. So that's how your health will improve. But if you become self-realized tomorrow, your body is still the same. It's just more relaxed because there's, there's not so much mental, psychological, emotional heaviness anymore. So your body is much more at ease, much lighter and much more enjoyable, actually. And uh, will you um, become immortal, you know, living forever? And um, not the body, no, not the body. Your body has its own way. It's gonna live its own way and, and it will pass on its own accord, the, 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 the physical body itself. But the biggest question is you, who are you? And, and, and therefore, once you see that you are the eternal pure awareness, then you will know that you, you never die, that you were never born and you will never die and you always existed. And, and there's no more fear about the, the bodily existence or the bodily garment. There is no more fear that for, for these 80 years I'm, I'm wearing this particular beautiful body bodysuit and, and then I will just drop it and, and exist uh, as I always was and as I always will. And perhaps my just uh, focal, look, focal point will shift into another bodily form, the focal point itself in the next lifetime. But however, as the true essence and identity, you are, you are this pure awareness shining through everything and everywhere. And, and in, only in this, in this instant, in this life, so to speak, you are more uh, focused through this, this particular body, through this particular form. And it's okay, it's, it's beautiful, unique experience, this, this lifetime challenging in its own ways but beautiful in its own ways too and and uh, as the pure awareness and then you know as soon as this is this garment uh, wears out you will receive another one so don't worry about that and um, how how do i know that because i can see so many forms around there are so many um you know insects there are so many plants who have uh, consciousness actually there are so many animals there are so many human beings there are so many 
cosmic bodies and other non-human beings, the whole universe is absolutely packed with life. And therefore you can rest assured that, that there will be a next one. <laughs> because there is so many, so plenty. So, so that's the nature of consciousness. That's the nature of, of this pure uh, being to experience the multiplicity. Yeah, so you can rest assured that, that uh, the whole universe is still going to be here and you will experience it just in a different way. And, and most likely since you have came to your self-realization, uh, according to the natural laws, the next lifetime will be more conscious lifetime. So most likely you will not fall back into being an animal again or, or this or that again. More likely you will uh, become someone or something uh, else which is supportive of even higher uh, consciousness and higher vibration. And that's most likely thing to happen according to the natural laws of the universe. So just relax. Um, there is nothing really to worry about in, in, in the large sense. And then uh, self-realization, enlightenment is, is the most beautiful thing that can happen to you in this lifetime. And, in, and in actually in many lifetimes, if we speak about past lives and so on, but it's the most beautiful thing of this lifetime for sure. And, and, and you truly start living uh, fully, absolutely. Uh, when when you come to to rest as the pure awareness so now let's um, spend some time just to uh, relax into into all that you have received today and um, please take what resonates with you and that which you don't understand leave it for later just leave it there, no need to, um, you know, think about it or worry about it or try to figure it out. Just take what, 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 what you take, what resonates, what sits with you and leave the rest. And now let's do a, a, a simple natural meditation just to relax into yourself. So take a few moments to slow down and to slow down any activity. to feel your natural breath which is always assisting always here and to feel the natural space around 
in which your breath is happening, in which your body is sitting, in which everything is felt, and emotions or feelings or energies. Just to recognize that there is this natural space here. And there is also a natural effortless awareness here as well. You don't have to focus on awareness or to focus on something because it's effortlessly naturally here already. And allow everything to relax. Allow everything to fall. Just like a feather is falling in the air. Like a feather is swinging in the air. Allow everything in you just to swing and, and, and fall into relaxation and effortlessness. You only need perhaps some effort to calm down, slow down, and relax. So allow everything to fall like a feather, to fall into this natural present space. which is alive, naturally aware, naturally present. The natural space is naturally open, naturally accepting naturally unconditional. Now I think to fall like a feather swinging in the air.
You can feel that everything is gentle, like a feather. Soft. As you slow down, everything is relaxing more and naturally falling into itself, into completion. And falling into the, the present natural space, which is alive, it is your space. That's where you are, and that's actually what you are or who you are if you don't think for a moment. If you don't think for a moment, you are already the present, natural, alive and aware space. when you start focusing on something or thinking about something then you're you contract your attention contracts and suddenly you feel that you are you're something smaller you have contracted but you can also then again relax and allow again your focus to fall effortlessly like a feather and allow again to forget your thoughts to forget your feelings to forget energies and to fall back into the natural open space present space That's when you're most open. That's when you are not defined, not limited. That's when you're free. And that's when the this pure light of awareness shines through everything. This is a very beautiful meditation. It's a very beautiful practice that can be done anytime as a way to deeply relax into your present 
natural self. And the only challenge that can come up is your you know, accumulated energies, your accumulated emotions, your accumulated thoughts, accumulated stresses and strains. That's the only challenge that there can be. However, this simple meditation will always help you to relax deeper into your essence, to get in touch closer with yourself and to widen or, or relax your attention into a wider openness and awareness. So this natural space, openness, awareness is, is always present and it is your access. It is available, always present here. And you can know that you can always return to it and always come back into your natural self. And as you come back and come back more often to your natural self, you will feel that it will get easier and easier that it will become more and more familiar to be your natural self. And you will feel that it's, 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 it's pretty not interesting anymore to be so much engaged in the thoughts. It's not interesting anymore to be so engaged with emotions. It's not interesting anymore to be so engaged with energies. So you would only do that willingly, we can say. You would only do that if you want to, but you don't have to. It becomes a choice. It becomes anything to do with thoughts, emotions, and energies becomes optional. It's a choice. And, and the only reason that if it would be difficult is if, if, if you would need to balance, to balance too many thoughts, too many emotions, too many energies. So only then you need some effort to balance and heal so that you can again return to your natural self, this present, alive space which is naturally open and aware, effortlessly aware. When I speak of awareness, it is not that you have to 
focus on awareness and keep yourself trained in it or 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 you know concentrated on it no it's not how you become awareness or keep awareness it's not true concentration or focus you actually need to relax your concentration and focus because awareness beautifully is already effortlessly here I understand that at first you might need a bit of reminder to focus on awareness so that you remind your mind to come out of the of the world of thoughts and feelings and energies so it can serve you as a reminder but as you practice more and more you can you realize that you only need to relax the mind and emotions and energies to withdraw yourself away from them unless you still find them very amusing entertaining or confusing and then you you you, you still need to withdraw away so that you can you can say rest as effortless awareness so it, it's a certain process that takes place and this is a very beautiful meditation to assist you with that you can remember this meditation as a resting as the feather in the air or falling as the feather in the air Yeah, so relaxing as the feather in the air. Yeah, that, that's, you, you can remember this meditation as such. Relaxing as the feather in the, in the air. So you spoke about the two paths of ascension and self-realization. And uh, I feel they're very connected more so than what you explained. So. I feel both are happening. Ah, yes. So, I don't... What's my question? Is it possible both can happen? And, uh, or is, am I... Ah, yes. So, of course. Yes. For, for many people, they, they both happen. And again, the only advice is to notice um, what is happening. So if you're drawn into, let's say, channelings and light work, energy work, and, and so on, you need to understand that that has to do with the global ascension, with your personal ascension. It's not so much with self-realization as such. So many things in, in ascension work can be in terms of the universal maintenance, so to speak, and the universal matters, so to speak. Yeah, so so that's what they are, you know, helping other sentient beings, you know, raising global consciousness. Of course, they're very important things. Um, so, so that's one. The other thing is, yes, that for majority of people, it does involve some energy work actually for for 
for all the people there is definitely some energy work involved in it uh, because there is some healing to be done and, and there are some you know um, um, energies to be healed and then taken care of and to learn some techniques and meditations uh, to, to learn various techniques for, for many purposes of how to live more harmoniously. Yeah, so they're very supportive uh, in terms of self-realization. Many ascension, you know, techniques, uh, although we could say, you know, the, the, I call them also generally energy work. So certain energy work is supportive. Um, to the direct path of self-realization. Uh, the direct path of self-realization is not a mental path either. It's not that you can sit down and question yourself, who am I until you die, you know, until you get the answer. No, it's, it's, it's always a, a meditative practice. So, um, you know, Ramana was always saying that this inquiry, who am I, is for those who are who have already done some yoga meditation and other preparational work who can go deeply inside and, and, and meditate upon it and contemplate meditatively upon it so so that was his message about the direct path of self-inquiry um, the direct path of non-duality or advaita again it's not uh, in its essence, it's not a philosophical. It's not about philosophy, although many people now treat it as philosophy, as Advaita philosophy, non-duality philosophy, but that's that's not uh, not the real purpose. It is, is, is the real purpose is to explain the process of self-realization, but not treat it as a mere philosophical um, intellectual understanding so therefore it is a path of, of meditation it is a path of deep inquiry and there is some energy work involved in it you mentioned a sacred text or a collection of sacred texts and uh, I was wondering if maybe they would assist us in our journey and if so is there any techniques that you would suggest to go beyond the words so it's not just like a mental oh like you know mm, sort okay. of thing yes in the in one of the kung fu movies in the martial arts movies there was the most sacred temple and in that most sacred temple there was the most sacred artifact that the the most advanced kung fu master was guarding and he was guarding this this artifact with the with the deepest kung fu knowledge he was guarding it for the student who is truly ready for it and the the most eager student faced the, 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 the biggest challenge of the other, you can say, the, the dark student or the negative student. So they underwent a big war with each other. Who will get access 
to this most guarded, most valuable uh, Kung Fu knowledge. And in the final battle, as the good guy has, has defeated the bad guy, when he proved his worth, he, he came into the temple and the master greeted him and gave him the box. And he opened that box and he saw a mirror in it. And that was the most guarded, most secret and highest knowledge of the, of the Kung Fu martial art. So in the same way, I, I, I saw that you got very interested in the word sacred text. <laughs> and the most sacred text is the present pure awareness, your present awareness is the most sacred text. I will save you a big journey of trouble and fighting to give you right away the most sacred knowledge that what you truly seek for and what's that the ultimate thing is your own present awareness. It's about the willingness. Um... In effect, you can say that you cannot really do anything to become enlightened. Uh, who says that? That's what I believe. <laughs> or you, you heard it somewhere, isn't it? You, I don't think you believe you heard it somewhere. I heard it somewhere, yeah. Yes. yeah. And it's by grace that, that it can happen, by the grace of God. Do you, can you say that... Can you, uh, can you read it somewhere, heard it somewhere, isn't it? Yeah, it happens by grace of God and you can't do it. You see, you have already two conditionings here. Two conditionings. And, and it's always possible that there's like a slide and you can straight go into it. But... Um, do that's you think... also a third, third idea. <laughs> I have a lot of ideas. <laughs> oh yes, you do. <laughs> Is it so that, um, that you can reach a bottom, that you really ready with the world and you only want enlightenment and there's a limit to, limit to the suffering is it needed that you reach a bottom that's a fourth idea that you have reached a total you have to reach the total bottom to 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 get enlightened or or some say you have to reach the total darkness and and you know the the, the biggest pain to to break through and be enlightened that's a fifth idea <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <sighs> so so my answer to you you have already five conditionings to work upon yeah <laughs> and if you get rid of those ideas you will be much closer to yourself because they are suppressive ideas these ideas have certain meaning in your in your mind and they have certain distance and uh, and they have they created a certain distance from yourself yeah may, maybe one or two have inspired you in the past and maybe one or two of these ideas have assisted you to meet your challenging places in you so they have served their purpose at that time mm -hmm. as an inspiration and moral psychological support 
But right now, right now, there are the five conditionings to overcome. <laughs> Only five, yes. <laughs> That's more if we continue talking. <laughs> Thank you. So we have to really examine what we think about self-realization, what we think about enlightenment, what we think about what that's what that is or what that's supposed to be. And, and therefore, you have to unlearn now all of these things. You have to unlearn to see that, uh, you know, this idea of reaching the bottom is actually, we can say, psychologically pushing you to the bottom. So is it really helping you out? Probably no longer, no more. Yeah, so the same way with others. They have helped you at certain time, at certain point, but now it's time to unlearn them, get rid of them. Because you just want to be open and free. You, you don't have to go to any bottom. You don't have to break your psychological system you know to become free you have to actually soften it and soothen it and heal it so that you become free yeah there there is no monster to meet you know in, in the in the deepest darkest cave there, these are all movies and ideas yeah and fears and and, and so on so that just simplify all of it really really simplify and examine very closely which idea does what to you truly yeah just just break it down to absolute simplicity and see if is it helping you really or not that's how you need to approach it yeah is it helping you or not Yeah, and that's the complication that you know that that whenever Buddha was speaking, he he already knew that people will make a philosophy out of it. <laughs> you know, he already knew that people will will misinterpret him, and he already knew that he said, "Don't worship my picture." And guess what happened? <laughs> now Buddha is in every single home and in and in, in every single corner. <laughs> And it's, and it's not even his real face anyways. It, it became just a symbol. Yeah, so, so and, and Jesus said, don't mention my, my, my name without a good reason. And my goodness, what the Westerners did with his name. You know, they became a bad word, you know, in, in the bad language, you know, for many, many people. So, you know, anyway, so, what people do you know it's up to them really but that's the that's the that's the danger we can say that in in every teaching or in every meeting with 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 the self-realized being there's also always a possibility of misinterpretation yes and i and and my approach is is to be open and to I clarify everything that anyone is, is, is wants to know because um, you know you you can also easily assume you know just by looking at me that you will 
that someone you know may start assuming that they will become like me and and you know that they will they will have qualities like 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 this being has or maybe some people start growing the beard thinking that you know that's that's the way <laughs> i don't know what people assume and think about you know and 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 <laughs> So, so my my approach is 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 just let's clarify it all. Any question you have, anything that you're confused about, let's just clarify it all, and make no assumptions. Because, as I said right from the beginning, it's all about you. It's all about you and coming back to your own natural self. And and that's why it's good to very closely examine. Any idea, any belief, any association, any idealization, is it helping you? Is it supporting you right now? Maybe it was in the past, but it became the past. And right now is fresh and new and check your past, what you still carry. So if something is helpful, if something was helpful yesterday, it doesn't mean that it's helpful today. And that, that's a big thing. That's when Buddha said that, the, that I am like the river and the river is never the same again. It's always new and fresh and different in a way. So if, 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 if a particular meditation and practice was very helpful for the last five years or two years or last one month, it doesn't mean that it's gonna be helpful right now and for the future anymore. So you have to constantly examine yourself, constantly double check yourself, constantly put yourself in the clear mirror of now, constantly put yourself in the clear awareness of now, in, the, in, the, in this clear, what I call mirror of now, to see that what you see in the, in the mirror of now, if, if, if you know what you feel, what you think, what you do is, is it still helping you to, to become more natural and more of your uh, self, more of your real self, natural self, free self, spontaneous self, effortless self. And, and that's generally called deconditioning. It's, that's what it truly means as a big name. Okay, that was that was a good one. That was a good question. And and as I said, my my invitation is let's clarify. You have some questions? Let's clarify them. Okay, so you asked um, had somebody for, needed clarification, and um, for me, I suppose I do. Um, you know, a very big opening in the. Uh, final session in the online retreat, a very big um, restfulness into effortless awareness, um, much deeper than before. And it was really, really present for about three days after. Um, and uh, you'd be hoping it would stay around forever. But you know, it didn't, it didn't really. But I feel that I would nearly call it a muscle just for now. But it, there's a strength. There's definitely a strength to slip. Mm -hmm. You had this before with me about two months ago, Idel. Watch how you slip out of awareness. 
and I'm really, really got a strength in that seeing the slip now. Mm -hmm. um, I haven't had the easiest two weeks since the online retreat. Physically, I'm in a bit of pain and some other little, I can't remember them now, turbulences came. And um, yeah, so I'm noticing a lovely, big, fat strength, right? It's so strong for me in this awareness. I mean, it is literally as I close my eyes, it's just there, you know? Um, I suppose I wanted to ask you about an experience I had last night and to kind of get a clarification about this because this awareness I see it's just so effortless it's so here you know all of you and other teachers I did do some shopping <laughs> and they're all saying the same thing it's simple it's here it's effortless um, it's so true but last I've been watching this, this very beautiful series on Jesus Christ's life very beautiful it's called The Chosen I highly recommend it and um, it's having a very profound effect on me. And I don't know whether it's because now it's Diwali, it's some new moon. When I went to bed last night, I honestly thought Jesus Christ was coming through my chest or the Holy Spirit. It was very, very powerful, this brightness in my being. And um, yeah, I know you're good at this, so I just wanted to check in. It's very beautiful to be connecting, I suppose, into Christ a bit more. You know, I'm always about Krishna and, mm. uh, you know, the devo that devotional path. And, um, but yeah, I don't want to detract myself into energetics. I want to strengthen awareness. Yes, yes, yes. So this experience, yeah, you can, as you said, this beautiful light came through and, and um, the, what is known that that uh, it's it's also called the Christ consciousness, and it is actually uh, we are ascending into the higher frequency, higher vibration as as a whole, you know, as a whole earth, as as a whole civilization, and those who are more open can more easily access the higher dimensions and higher connections and uh, Jesus the Christ um, Jesus was the the person the body the Christ he was embodying the Christ so now since he left the body he's the Christ so 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 the, the Christ um, is is act what what it's what its true meaning is as he said the the light of or the spark of, of of the of God, the spark of divine, you know, it's the 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 Son and the Father is God, and, and the Christ is the Son. So it's it's this pure spark of light, and and it's the 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 ultimate perfection of 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 being. Um, so so essentially. The, the, the teachings of the Christ and Ascension is to perfect oneself and, and to transcend the, 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 the human nature. But that's a much more bigger task um, than self-realization generally. It's, it's, a, it's a lifelong task. It will never end the perfecting of oneself. 
So, you know, you had this big experience and, and, you know, and now you said, you know, okay, so there are these wonderful big experiences and now there is the strengthening of awareness. And ultimately it comes to, um, you know, being in awareness as awareness and then perfecting oneself. Uh, we can say so, or, or ascending oneself or just seeing perfecting oneself and that's um, a natural evolution um, so as as um, many many saints were saying of the past you know the, the buddha was saying be aware of the maya and uh, you know uh, shiva was always portraying you know the be aware of the snake and uh, Ramana was saying, keep your focus on the self. So, so this, uh, or any other teacher would say, be diligent, um, or how, how do you say it? So, so essentially, um, yeah, always keep your focus on awareness, on the self, in a soft way, in a natural way, and then continuously, moment to moment, um, you can have this intention to perfect yourself, to continue transcending, healing, opening, and ascending. Because that is very supportive. Um, and it's, it's, it's happening quite naturally everywhere. And if you just have that intention, then you will continuously be on your most optimal path. In, in terms of the universal scale. So it's nothing wrong to have any amazing experiences as long as you 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 know you know who you are, you you know you, you abide in yourself and then enjoy these amazing experiences. Just why not? There's nothing wrong with them. They're amazing kind and yeah it's it's totally fine. You started this satsang with, uh, you can even have enlightened in your bedroom. All these experiences have happened in my bedroom. <laughs> so I really laughed when you said that sentence, really remembering my big opening two weeks ago. Can I just clarify something, right? Perfection. I didn't know we could go for human perfection. I thought we'd accept all our fufas. Is Christ himself perfection uh, in, a, in a human form, as in Am I saying that right? Yeah. Well, Just my question I, on this perf on perfecting, yes. which I know you said is 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 um, you know stabilizing awareness, and then there's this perfecting, which uh -huh. feels like a curve. The the Christ is is the the original blueprint of the of the perfect human being, the Christ itself. It's called. So so that's the 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 original blueprint and we can say in the highest form it is the light body which is absolutely perfected the body of light or the eternal body as jesus was saying or the heavenly body and uh, and in this lifetime we can say we are bridging the gap between uh, between the humanness being human and bridging the gap between heaven between this heavenly body and um, 
And therefore, um, firstly, you need to truly perfect your humanness. <laughs> That's the first step. To truly perfect your humanness, to truly understand that it's okay to be human, first of all. To have no judgment upon yourself, to, know, to have no resistance being yourself, to have no judgment for your body and having the body and being in the body. So you have to perfect your humanness to be a real human being, you know, just to be exactly as you are, you know, to, there is there, any feeling comes up. If you feel just last week, I had a meeting with someone and, 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 and he had a, a question that since I am now in this higher consciousness, can I be angry? And I said, of course. <laughs> If, if, if anger comes to you, let it come. Just don't fuel it, you know, don't subscribe to the story of it and don't fuel it, but if it comes, let it come. There's no problem, you know. It, it, the circumstances, you know, may may come up, may, may, may bring it up and it's totally fine. And, you know, it's about, it was about relationship and marriage and so on. So it's, it's you know, if it comes up, it comes up and it's fine. And, 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 and even, you know, to, to kind of support the statement is, is you know, the story of, of Ramdas and, and Neem Karoli Baba. And, and it's known that in, in, in this great sages ashram in India, Neem Karoli Baba, that sometimes he would really shout at, at some of his devotees and, 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 and some of the, you know, members there. Um, well, why? Because they would not understand or do something, you know, not according to, to, not accordingly. So even though he was this big, big love, but he was never afraid to to raise his voice. And it's the same story with Jesus, you know, that you know he came into the church yard and he saw all these, you know, stalls and and a market in front of the church, and he just bashed it. You know, and, and that was his unconditional love. And the same stories are with Buddha and so on. So first you have to really be human and, and, and to really, um, you know, perfect your humanness. To absolutely acknowledge yourself the way you are. And, and, and then out of that absolute acknowledgement of who you are and the way you are, that's how you transcend it that's how you raise above and and and, and um, you know become what's called a divine human yeah so you're still human but then you you become divine human or perfected human so that's that's how it goes and 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 therefore you 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 have zero resistance to being human and, and no judgment of being the way you are or the way someone else is. And and that's that's the real unconditional love. And through that true unconditionality is how these higher qualities emerge of total unconditionality, of acceptance, non-judgment, humility and compassion and so on so it's it's that's the whole process from you know from the humanness and we can say 
uh, rising above or but but it, it means not skipping <laughs> not skipping your humanness it's it's embodying your humanness and rising above it yeah or we can say mastering your humanness and 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 rising above 